Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages, current common. I'm Eugene. And I have always been Eric. <laughs> and we're going to uh, pick up with chapter four. I opened the book, therefore, that's of, it. Of Common Rider Saber. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Common <laughs> yeah. Rider Saber, uh, episode 31, so which is our second season of Rewa, and it was written by Nobuhiro Mori and directed by Shinjiro Nakazawa, same as last episode, aired September 27th, 2020. Not the same as last episode. Yeah. It's it's Mori. No, Mori. Yeah. No, no, M-O-U-R-I. Yeah. No. Mori. 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 <laughs> you gotta add the extra. Leviosa. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes people are like, uh, is it is it really important to, to like pitch accent? I'm like, it's just the difference between nose and flower. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's a difference. Hana I mean, you can pick Hana. it up in con- in yeah. context. But I mean, it- like you could pick it up like trunk and trunk. Yeah, but I mean, how often how often are you doing something and you only pick up the last half of a sentence? You know, and then if if that's the last half you hear and it starts with nose and somebody's talking about flowers, yeah, that's when you're like, wait, what? Okay. So, anyways, uh, this is the second part of the two part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Well, actually, it's the fourth part of the four-parter so far, pretty much. We have a lot of unanswered questions, but the only questions we know for sure, well, we think for sure will be answered this episode, is why the... The, everything didn't go back to normal after yeah. killing uh, the jaguar warrior, basically the the salamander. My guess is that he didn't have the book. Yeah, that could be definitely it. I mean, it kind of raises the question about the golem because the golem also didn't have the book. No, the golem did have the, book. the golem was summoned by the guy, and then he had his own little white book. But then they took him out. That's what I mean. He like he he. I don't think the salamander had the white book. Oh, okay, yeah, because th- there was a bunch of duplicates that flew out. Yeah, yeah. So, so they had like... to find like the major of the book. So, but I think this is also maybe like a. Because of the way they were talking about it, this might be like a, a king selection type of thing. Hmm. And, okay. And then probably Saber's going to like draw it as another sword or something. Yeah. Because they were be talking about we're trying to find the king. Right. And so they're going to be like something. And then, like, I'm just guessing wildly here that like Saber is going to close the book. Yeah. And it'll like make him worthy to be the king. That would be cool. Yeah. Because I mean, like, he drew the sword from, the, I mean, it was very, that was yeah. not foreshadowing or at least pointing at fairy tales i don't know i feel yeah. like it has a greater meaning yes but um, how many times have i had a deep meaning and something? yeah i'm just matter? guessing at just pulling things out of my butt here um because there's like there's no telling um but yeah so they're still at the end of the episode they were and they were in the uh wonder yeah they book. were in the wonder world forest thing next to where the bench was so next yeah. to where the child should be but it doesn't necessarily mean that they because they can come and go as they please from oh, this yeah. so they might like go back and see if like Sophia might know something about this and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um I just find it funny that they have to go through the northern place from Toma's shop. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Like this is how it's always been. Toma just didn't notice. No, cuz he he opened the gate. Right, he opened the gate there. So, I'm just like, but where was the gate before? Yeah, where yeah, how do you get to this place? I mean, I how- mean it could have been that, that it never had a connection to this city. Yeah. Um it's only now that they need one, but uh I think it's it's definitely wise to assume they are going to go back to headquarters after this because it's not it's out of the normal at least with the way that they've dealt with it in the past. Yes, and I'd rather them go ask somebody or look up information rather than just like kind of run around with chicken like chickens with a head chopped off. You know? It could be also that like the two of them go and Buster's like, no, I'm going to find my son. Yeah, I'd be I'd be okay with that, and that makes sense for the characters. Yeah, right, because he's invested. I mean, it also makes sense for him to go back because he's also a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. soldier so either way yeah either way it's makes cool. sense it for makes his character sense. yeah if he just like goes and has a snack that's not what would make that sense. would be weird he's just sitting here yeah he's like man ha- he's eat halfway through an energy bar like look I-, I can't be the greatest swordsman in the world if i don't keep up with my protein <laughs> yeah well for some reason this is actually like a thing in a couple of common writers that like sugar is good for you oh man it's like don't eat don't eat broccoli is broccoli's bad well no it's like common sort of... rider wizard just ate donuts constantly They're just selling it to the kitties you think yeah and then now we have uh eclairs and, and like um, may's the, other one? Uh, uh, the cream puffs cream puffs and ice cream yep and may is always about eating sugar and she's always trying to get the fuddy duddy <laughs> uh Rintaro to like eat him, even though, and he clearly he wants it's a losing battle. You can tell he wants them, but he's trying not That'd to. Be funny if the last episode he just has like a cookie, just like, is that- yeah, it's like, oh, is this him? Okay, is this him? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, uh, that's not the right message to send, right? But also, um, I think I said before, Japanese sweets are a lot less sweet yeah. than American sweets, mm-hmm. uh, 
they use like I think I think on average a third of the sugar. That's a big difference. Yeah, Massive. which makes like their cakes more cakey, but also makes their donuts taste like crap. <laughs> Was that it? Were you just making a pun just now? Cake more cakey? No, they actually just say. <laughs> I mean, when you eat it, you're like, yeah. There's no other way to explain. This tastes more cakey. It's more cakey. Well, it's just because it sounded like the Japanese way of saying cake. Cakey. Cakey. <laughs> but um, but it also makes their donuts taste like crap. Right. Um, even though they look just like American the donuts, you're like, oh, these are crap. But that's probably why it's so much worse is because you, you bite into it thinking, oh, yes, Krispy Kreme. And then mm. there is Krispy Kreme, and those taste great. Oh, America. America. Uh, I would always, uh, there was, uh, you had to go to uh, the immigration office to like renew your visa and do your stuff. And that station had a Krispy Kreme in it. So oh, they any, know their target audience. So anytime <laughs> any of like the teachers or anybody had to go to immigration, we're like, pick up a box of Krispy Kreme for me while you're there, Sorry, please. <laughs> so we'd get like a box. You'd buy like two boxes of Krispy Kreme, and you'd like eat one on the train, on yeah. the whole twelve. Just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you only, you were you plan to only eat one, but yeah, it's not how it works out. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, that being said, uh, yeah. um, we also have. Uh, it's pretty obvious that Kento, uh, Kento is Espada. Yeah. I mean, it, they, it, I would feel cheated if it's not him. So, um, and we got spoiled on like a YouTube channel that there's another yeah, one. Yeah, Kenzon or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Through, through thumbnail, green guy. Yeah. So it's just like, ah, there's going to be like 45 riders. I know. Yeah. And we got to catch up before we get, <laughs> before so, it's ahead of us. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole reason for current comment is because yeah. we do avoid spoilers. Yeah. It's like, dang, I don't want to know. Yeah. I want to be able to look at uh, Twitter and I want to be able to like look at the subreddit without getting spoiled because I've just glanced sometimes and I've gotten spoiled. I got spoiled on um, uh, uh, Kento's father being a caliber on, on Reddit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was so clear with the scene switch this uh, on episode three. Yeah, but I got yeah. it like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, no. No, <laughs> because the funny thing was that the the meme was uh, Caliber's head was on Vader, and <laughs> oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, <laughs> Spotted's head was on yeah. your father. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's not much to guess because. Uh, d- so do you think? Because they put a big emphasis on this whole like king of parenting thing. Yeah. Do you think he'll like learn that he isn't the king of parents? He has a lot to learn about uh, yeah. the safety. Because he's yeah. like, I, I have this feeling that he doesn't like books either. Yeah. I feel like he's just taking it for granted because he's raising a boy, you know? Now, one of the things to be sure of is that he wasn't wrong in the fact that his son doesn't get hurt when he's on the battlefield. Right. His son was taken while May was watching right, him. while May was watching him, yeah. <laughs> if he would have been there, that would not have happened. No. <laughs> Because he probably wouldn't have ran off to get soft serve or anything yeah. like that. We didn't talk about it. Why didn't you just take him with him? You know, I've always wondered that any kind of show or movie where something like this happens, the answer is it's a plot device. Yeah. They left him there because then they're vulnerable. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. I mean. Well, it's like it's more. Also, it's I think more. It's American thought for us. You know, lock your doors. Keep your yeah. windows shut. But I don't know how it is in Japan. Well, like, I think I told you about the fact that, like, there was this there was this thing that happened where they had to pass a ruling about the fact that a lot of people were just putting on their uh, warning lights and acting like that that's good enough to park because they just park on the side of the road and put their warning oh, lights on yeah and, i remember you telling me this um and one of the uh mothers of one of my ch- uh students was was talking about how she's like yeah they changed the rules about it be- but it's okay as long as there's somebody in the car so i just leave my 12 year old daughter in the car while i run into the store to buy a couple things yeah <laughs> And she's just out. She's out there just like playing a game or reading a book or something. It's like no big deal. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. But like, um, you always see this as like an amusement park, and it's like, hey, just chill. What could possibly happen in a crowded amusement park where everyone's got a kid? You know, <laughs> it, it, while I go over here and uh, I don't know, get these photos from the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that could take up to an hour to. Yeah, we're just like, don't let go of my hand ever. Yeah. Uh, the we, kids we, in Japan do have like the the uh the alarms. A lot of them, like the little kids, will have like alarms on their backpacks or something like that. Mm. Like if they pull it off, it like makes a like a it's car alarm sound, pretty much. Oh yeah. Um, but sometimes the kids would just play with those when they're walking down the street. <laughs> I'd be like, "There's an alarm! There's a chit! Oh, it's just a kid walking down the street messing with it because he's bored." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, granted, we are talking about the place that has beer vending machines, you know. They've taken most of those out. Yeah, but I mean, just imagine. Yeah. I'm sure they're behind now, like, no smoking or, like, doors that say, hey, don't come in here unless you're blah, blah, blah. But Well, yeah, because they they did a lot of things for the Olympics. Yeah. Um, They're actually, like, in, like, the big places, like Akihabara and stuff. You can't smoke on the street. There's, like, actually, like, no smoking signs, like, painted on the street. Jeez. So, I mean, you just go to, like, they're smoking places. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see it, though, because it's going to be one of those things where you get a uh, just a huge horde of people that don't live in Japan suddenly showing up, and then it's like, oh, I'm home. Start throwing everything everywhere, smoking wherever you want. Yeah. Um, Spit on the floor, why don't you? Yeah. I mean, Japan is a place where it's illegal to cut in line. <laughs> be a butter. There is a whole idea about the fact that if you make common courtesy the law— you will raise like infantile people hmm. because they won't be able to understand what common courtesy is. They'll just know what the law is. Right. So, I mean, there's this whole thing. About yeah. And I mean, we all know if, if the only punishment is a, is a fine, that means it's legal for a price. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yep. Uh, they're literally, but the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, it's illegal to cut in line, but I think there is actually no penalty. So it's just, it's just illegal. <laughs> totally hollow. Yeah. They're it's just funny. like, oh, we frown upon this. <laughs> so, but I mean, like it could like end up on your record that you broke the law. Right. <laughs> so, uh, do you think we're going to see a spot of fight at all in this episode? I don't think we're going to see a fight. The way it like feels like is they probably like, he'll be introduced in this episode he might like transform at the end or something like that um or at least a preview for the next episode yeah yeah so i i I think the next episode is a spotless episode because these two are probably are more like a buster episode yeah so it'll probably start a spot like next and then they might do something after that where so what i'm thinking is is that uh, a spot of blades and saber like the main three yeah okay yeah and so they're able to develop their characters over time yes so things like they might have like it, buster so, we would need a two-part episode for him he, yeah and he might appear later on and right, stuff like that but there. he's not a regular character correct and so that uh, that green one might be the same way like yeah. they'll be like and then a spot is like part of the team or whatever yeah and then um the green guys, like a couple episodes and stuff like that. And you just slowly build up these three characters. Yeah. You don't have to rush through their story arcs. Yeah. Here's quick. their arcs. Everybody else has bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I think it probably will be built up. Which, and it makes sense because you have, uh, you introduce the two, the the first writer, second writer, and then you have a two-part episode with yada yada. Then we're going to have Espada and then maybe a two-part episode with yada yada and so on and so forth. And yeah, and they'll, they'll probably and they'll probably all just show up at like big cliffing, big, big moments or a couple of episodes here and there. That'd yeah, be cool. Cause that it's would like, be cool too. It's like these three are the main and then they, it's like they rotate in who they're working with. Especially that. if it, I would really love it. This would probably make it one of my favorite series if the swordsmen that aren't currently in the group have their own things going on. Like, so for example, she, the first thing she says to both, the first thing Sophia says to Buster is, so have you picked up anything on caliber, right? Yeah. Like, so it would be cool if after this episode, he goes back to finding out more about caliber. And then next time we see him, he's like, Hey, I found out this blah, blah, blah. And this is like, we need to go here to do this. Yeah. Because you know, it's, it, it sucks. It really sucks when you have, uh, they're all part of this, the Swords of Logos, and they're all doing these things, but in reality, it's just the main character and his his short crew doing everything, and everybody else just kind of exists in the, the world. Yes, one problem. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Stargate, where you have this whole branch of the government, and nobody does anything except for the four or five that we see on screen. Yeah. And that's just so lame. <laughs> I mean, the show's great. I like I mean, the show. I, granted, I don't want any huge plot developments to happen off screen, but like going and finding information and then coming back like, look, guys, I finally found it. Or somebody's like busted up or we find out that uh, let's we find out that Buster died on the battlefield. We got to find out where it was. Yeah. You know, it's like big thing. You're like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. He was going and fighting. You know, what do we call Buster? Those? Megiddo. Megiddo. Yeah. He was going Buster comes back and he's just like, OK, I found out the place where the bad guys are. Let's go. Yeah. And then it turns out it's just caliber in disguise. And he's like leading him into a trap. Yeah, and that would be sick. And like Buster's being held captive the whole time. They have to break him out and they have to break out of this the Wonder World or whatever. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I want to see, especially with like an organization like this, where in can- we already know there are more swordsmen. We just haven't seen them. Yes. And they should be doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would definitely bump it up. Because also it's like, and it would also be like shows things for like the bad guys. Maybe they're doing they're doing stuff like other places. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like we find out with 71 that all of Mexico has been damned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Undamned, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Undamned. <laughs> 
Okay, so we are going to go watch this fourth episode. Yep. And we're going to go see what's up with uh, Buster. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and we are back. Mm-hmm. So some of the things I thought of were right, and then there might be some things that, like, at, near the end of the episode kind of uh, go to, like, what, I, what we were talking about. Yeah. But anyway, so it starts off. We get, we get a recap, and then it goes straight to the Northern Outpost. Yes, which is, like, one of the suggestions I said. Like, yep. he would—he's he's a good soldier. Yeah. I mean, he's upset that his kid's gone, but he's a good soldier, and he, like, he also needs more information. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they're—I uh, think it opens up with her talking—or no. I can't remember exactly how it's addressed, but essentially, yeah, they get the information. To- it, it was Toma saying, like, we killed him and then nothing changed. Yeah, we don't understand. And so they were, like, all upset. And then um, uh, but it, there's a back and forth there. And then at some point, Toma says to Rio, uh, don't worry, I promise I'll bring your kid back. And he, he's like, oh, there you go, promising again. He's, 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 he's No, he says, first off, he says, uh, I'll, I'll get your kid back, uh, I promise. Mm-hmm. And he gets up to, uh, up in his face. Yeah, right in his, in his grill. And then Rintaro comes over, and he's just like, hey, hey. He just shoves Rintaro off, and like yeah. Rintaro like, hits his head on a book. and <laughs> Yeah, he basically throws him across the room. And he's just like, he's like, he's like you, you made a promise to my son, too, and he's not here. Right. He's like, uh, do, you, do you understand what it is for a parent to like lose it? And he's just like, Putting that aside, yeah, he's like children are treasure. Ch- children are a treasure. Yeah, yeah a treasure like treasure. And um, he, uh, Thomas says, like, in spite of that, I promise. Yeah, I'll get it. And this is kind of like uh, Kenta. Is it? It Kento. Yeah, Kento. He like it kind of piques his interest. He show shows a reaction. Shining. Yes. Him. Yes. Uh, and so uh, Rio like kind of pushes him. Yeah, off pushes him. Says like whatever. Toma go- and Rintaro run out. And- so, so like Toma leaves, and Rintaro is just like, "Hey, wait up for me!" Like he's now he's like Toma's sidekick, right? Yeah, even though he's some, the more experienced he's one. More experienced and one this though. is a great thing. So he like goes out the door, and right before he closes the door, he opens it back up, and he bows to everybody. Yeah, so like, I'm sorry, I'm back. Close the door. At this point, uh, Kento walks in front of Rio, and he's got his fists clenched. And then the scene switches before anything yeah. resolved. Um, it goes to the bad guys, and um. The the one that summoned the Goldem in the first one, we called him Legend, is talking to Zoo, and he's like, "Your your Megiddo amounted to nothing," because basically he, the other guy was gloating to him about how he'll handle it, and so yeah, now it is. And then uh, the story, yeah, just story. like story's like, "Are you sure about that?" And then Zoo says something about, uh, uh, "Don't be, yeah," because the story says, "Don't be so sure," and then Zoo says something about, "There's more to it." Yeah, like more, just wait and see or something like that. It's still not done. And then um, it shows the uh, the uh, salamander reforming. Yeah, yeah, and that's when we get our opening, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and th- when and it yeah. comes back, um, well, there's a couple things about the opening. Oh. One thing is the opening is changing. Yes. It is slowly changing to uh, add Kento in, mm-hmm. and uh, and like if you with the 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 subtitles now have the they translate it, but um, you would know that Kento is a spada because he's in the credits as the the actress like kento slash espada mm-hmm. um so yeah it's like slowly adding in um the beginning and the end are changing to slowly add into uh um kento and i hope later on too yeah what was weird was the location of sophia's name in the credits it oh it's yeah. like way later yeah than all the others and usually that's that's a that's a thing that um means that she's like a more renowned actress yeah that could be i mean i wouldn't put it past her um i mean she's she i mean she's not old but she's older she's yeah. only two years older than i am but um she looks older even than rio yes uh who's the old the old man dad and he's not old either way he's just he's the dad of the group so so yeah like just checking out she has like credits to renee and going back to like um she has uh, albums released all the way back to 96. Okay, so she's been around. Yeah, so she's been around. She's, she's been in the business for at least 24 years. Yeah. Um, she's 39, so she's like, she's older than the rest of them. But right. She, but she's also like, she's still releasing music. What's like, her name? Um, her name is Rina uh, Chiden. Okay. Um, yeah, her musical career, like, uh, she released, they released a compilation of her best of her best stuff in 2017. 
and then she's like done a bunch of other tv roles and some voice acting stuff Mm -hmm. so she's like a bigger actress so that's why her name's later on it was just like i recognized that her name was later on than all of the other actors yeah so so that's probably why she's not in like a lot of the scenes she still plays a part in the scenes but she's not like all like especially in the first ep- this uh, the th- the second episode yeah where she, she like, shows up for 0.5 seconds she showed up for like half the explanation and then like dipped and let Rataru take care of the exactly <laughs> um so yeah the so we come back from the opening and back the um opening. the crew is in uh toma's shop and they're they're musing over basically the puzzle which yes. is how is it that they're still missing after we slice the thing yeah um they toss some ideas around he he says that basically he lists off the clues. Um, the the salamander said he wasn't a lizard. Of course, he doesn't he's, list he's, it off as he salamander. Was, uh, he said he wasn't a lizard. And you you were one of those things that you pointed out in the last episode. You're like, why didn't he just tell him that he was a salamander? Well, it's like yeah. so they could figure it out later. Yeah, now we talk, know why. They were talking about like he's not a lizard. He's got like kind of a lizard form, and he's very slippery. Yes, like he's got slime and stuff on. So. Him. Uh, uh toma is like looking all over the shop and this is where you find out it's just not like a fiction bookstore it's like a generalized bookstore yeah so it, as he starts to look around the shop it goes back to the northern outpost kento's standing in front of rio and essentially he's like you need to it, it, put more trust into to him he's not gonna say he's not gonna make promises without consideration yeah he sa- he says prom- he says that he, he makes promises a lot but he never makes a promise without considering the fact that he desperately wants to finish do it yeah he's like and considering what happened to him 15 years ago i understand and that he lost his memories i understand his feelings yes um he basically he whips out this uh wonder book the needle hedgehog yeah and he, he presents it to rio and he says i i would like it if you basically he's like um would you please support toma yeah uh so we find this one and another one in this thing which means that now the wonder ride books can be so much more than just fictional books yes they can be animals too yeah that's what we find out on this very next scene because um they put it together he whips out a book of amphibians and um well we already know the bad guys could be like animals and stuff like yeah. that but now we know that their wonder ride books can be other things right there it says literally needle hedgehog right, yeah. uh, although we find out later it's a center um a center book yeah and which is the same as the lion it's just that it's kind of weird yeah like you can tell just from the feel of it that this is a secondary book whereas the lion's a primary book you <laughs> yeah know? so um the other thing is it's yellow yeah uh, and it's interesting that espada it's interesting that espada hands him a yellow book so that means he he might have already had some synergies going like yeah. was that his only other book? so i think that have... i think that might be like the synergies max up with the colors but because of the way like um because Jack is is green, and, mm-hmm. and that trait and that image we saw, we saw a green green one. guy. Yeah. So there's probably one for each. It's all coming co- together. Color. Yeah. But they can use the other books. That's just like not synergized with. Yeah. Them. Yeah. It's like anybody can use any book. It, it's just that uh, they go better together. I guess. It's yeah. Like, unless you're unless you're Toma. Yeah. <laughs> Toma Toma's better with whatever. <laughs> so um so yeah, one thing is like they're looking at this book of amphibians, and uh, I love this because Rintaro says the exact scientific name of it and is like oh i've never seen one in the flesh but <laughs> uh, and thomas like slams the book closed and then walks over to another bookshelf and pulls out basically um wildlife of the rivers uh, it was like near, a, in japan or something yeah and he basically he's like it's got to be a salamander it's got to be this like certain type of salamander. yeah the hanzaki or something Th- like that that is like known for its regenerative capabilities yeah and then he closes the book on that and then pulls up a book of like old japanese legends well, no, she's, they say, they're like, but what is what what is he doing? And there was the whole thing about the king. Yeah, because he's like uh, something about, you. I'll, I won't let you prevent the rebirth of the king or and something like that. And then he like pulls that. up the, a thing about Japanese legends about a salamander that ate a bunch of people so that it could become the king of salamanders. Exactly. And so he's just like, okay, so that's what's going on. So that's why he kidnapped all these people. Yeah, so all together, they've, they've ascertained that it's a salamander. The reason why it didn't work is because they didn't fully destroy it, and he regenerated. And something about resurrecting the king, which never comes to play, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like he's trying to become the king. Yes. By eating all the people. Yeah. but that And that goes with the story. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that makes sense. So maybe 
they always have the motivations of whatever the story is. Mm. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Or did it just work out that way this time? Well, uh, well, we have no idea what the golem Because the grasshopper and the ant. Yeah, we don't know anything about the golem. And the grasshopper and the ant, it was like the grasshopper was helping the ant yeah, but store it's like, it for this winter. Was a, this is like a zoo one. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, weird. It, yeah, does it work like that? Or is it just basically animals? Or are we just trying to read too much into it? And they're just like, whatever. Probably that. <laughs> yeah. Always answer C. Yeah. Um. So anyways, Rio comes in through the portal. And um, they, they look over like, oh, Mr. Ogami. And he's like... What is it you promised my son? And because he's like, because he just realized he realized from uh, Kento mm-hmm. that like he doesn't make promises without them being serious, and he knows that he made a promise to his son, so he wants to know what the promise was so that he can like figure yeah, out. Yeah, put a so he can like get understand this guy, this guy more. Yeah. yeah, and he says that obviously the promise is that I promised him that he would be he'd make books more fun, and this is what rightfully yeah, Ritaro's just like. What is up, man? Yeah, why are you enamored with promises? Rintaro like, is like the guy who always asks and says the things like No, he he's he's a treasure. He's like yeah. he's like the one who's just like, um, why? Yeah. So we, need, <laughs> we need to protect our Rintaro. We need to make sure he survives the entire show because otherwise we're gonna have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh like he said in the last episode, you know, you shouldn't probably bring your kid. Yeah, probably, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah, he's also been like, oh, yeah, you're good at this. Maybe I should help you out instead of just like, you know, anyway. He's, <laughs> and, and he's then, a great character because he's like almost a real person. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's almost. He's so, a, oh, that's good. Because it's like, and, and the thing is like, dude, dude, guys, don't fight. Don't fight. We got to figure this out. We're all on the same side. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's what's come on, guys. That's doing? the thing is like, he's supposed to be the guy who's like all weird because he grew up in this other world and stuff like that. And he's not used to. <laughs> and stuff. he's the most normal. He's the most normal, like real person in the show. <laughs> Because he's just like, dude, what did you hang up on promises, man? <laughs> and then, and then in a total in a total Toma answer, he's like, I don't know. That's basically <laughs> it. I don't know why. But only has flashes of the dream. Right, right. I mean, but, he basically he's he gives a non-answer and just says, "I just want to see. I, I just want to do my best for everybody." Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, is the gist. Yeah, I can't remember the. I can't paraphrase it. Even just yeah. Oh, there was this funny thing where like right before Oya comes back, uh, Rio comes back in. They're like, "Okay, let's go. Let's go. Go find them." And and May's just like, "How are you going to find them? The place is big." Yes. Yeah. And they were just they were probably they were kinda of all just gung ho before oh, that's right. That 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 did happen. Yeah. yeah. They were just all like gung ho. She's like, yeah, they're just search like every inch. We gotta figure out how to find them. <laughs> Cause it's like this huge it's a section of force. Yeah. And it's dense too. Yes. Yeah. It's like dense and, and mountainous almost. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's just places like that all th- all over the place in Japan. Well, I think it's like Japan's basically one big mountain. Yeah. Uh I think like ninety percent of the population lives on thirty percent of the land. <laughs> I believe it. It's all along the edges. You know, there's still some people live in the mountains and stuff like that, but it's mostly along the edges all around. I believe it. Um, anyways, so, uh, but yeah, when uh, Rio comes in, he's like, okay. And he's just like, he hears all that whole thing, and he's like, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. And he's you coming along, let's do this. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they all, they all walk out, and, and May's just like, what? I, I'm coming too, because she just wants to help. Because yeah, don't leave me. So she, she turns around to grab her bag. And she trips. And then she rushes towards the door, trips, and the contents of the bag spill out. Yeah. And one of the contents of the bag is the blank Wonder Ride book. Yeah. So I guess she got one, too. We just never saw it. Well, the thing is, is what we saw is, like, when they appeared, they were, like, they lit up. Yeah. But her, she she has a backpack. Mm-hmm. So it would have been behind her. So she, she wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed. noticed. And she was getting ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to focus, right? <laughs> and plus, it could have uh, it could have been beamed in right as she was watching the kid, yeah. pick up his, so she couldn't even notice if she was just like, oh, yeah, rushing to it. So it's a it's a nice thing that like, uh, kind of foreshadowed because it was just like there's a bunch of them that appeared and nobody knows who was and she her getting one is no big deal. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and she so was even in the area, and so then she recognizes the book. Oh, I got one too. And then it cuts to. Caliber in, yep. le- in warehouse A, <laughs> um, um, ten to one. This is the same warehouse that the kangaroo yeah, zero it did. one thing it happened. A lot like it. Yeah, it's the same warehouse. <laughs> it happens all over the place. Actually, um, one thing I was gonna say, and you just reminded me, um, the needle hedgehog. The reason why I think we haven't seen any more hedgehog in zero one is because they they didn't want to use it and use it for this. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yeah, he only used it once for like an attack, and that's it. Yeah, it's almost like it never existed. Might as well have been in a movie. Yeah. So, um, this is uh, yeah. caliber. Yeah, caliber. He opens up as he's opening up this book, this Wonder Ride book. It's not a Wonder Ride book. It's a what do they call them? 
um, Megiddo book? Yeah, the Megiddo, but basically the, the books that they open to summon the, the stronger yeah. Megiddos. So as he's opening this book, he says this, this has been, this Megiddo has been locked away for 15 years and he summons Disast, which I think is short for disaster. They just want to yeah. make it sound like a name. Yeah. Um, and basically imagine some sort of weird demon now, ninja. Now, here's the thing about this is that he says, um, be free. So he opens the book, but he opens up the page chain. Oh, that's right. The chain page, not the page chain. The uh, yes. chain page. Yeah, because the books, um, I don't know if we mentioned it, but it's like at a cross of chains across the page. Yeah, when so the whenever they're open. summoning normal uh, monsters, they just open up the first page and they summon the monsters. Yeah. This time he opens up that uh, chain page also. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that he's just letting this guy loose. Yeah, like to let him out and do his thing. Yeah, the, the, he has no control over him. He's basically just like, go make havoc, and so I'll just reap the benefits of to, that. To solidify your theory on him having no control over him now, um, he, like after he's summoned, the guy, Disaster stands up and is like, oh, the scent of battle, basically. He, sa- like, he says, I smell the Wonder Bride and... books. I f- smell the swordsmen. It's just like they're filled in this, this world. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful scent. And Caliber is like, how does it feel to be released after 15 years? And Disaster says, I don't have to answer to you. And basically just walks off. Yeah. And it's like, hell yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's mini boss. <laughs> yeah, it's a mini boss. But, but yeah, just to think some sort of demon ninja with a sword. Um, He looks a lot like... Some of the bad guys in um, Samurai Ranger. You know, um, the other thing I, I noticed is that he has basically the exact same cape thing going as Spotted does, mm-hmm. but on the other shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that has anything to do with anything. Like, I wonder if they're the four. Or there's just like so many different ways you can uh, have a sure. cape. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if they're if they might be a, a foil, yeah, sort or... of there. Like maybe this is his thing. I don't know because you know he's been around for 15 years. Yeah, and we find out later he's killed swordsmen. Yes, because they know him by name. I mean, I'm sorry for the spoilers. Uh, the yeah. episode that you're being spoiled on, but. Uh, I'm just wondering if there's a connection there. Hopefully, he ties into somebody's backstory if he's killed another swordsman. Yes. It would just be really nice to see that. But anyway, he goes walking off. Where? Uh, so then they come, then they just, they're just running up to the book. They're yeah. running up to the, the, uh, the bench. Because yes. that's the one they know where he is, where the uh, gateway to the, the, the uh, wonder. Yeah, world. where the kid disappeared. And so, uh, they go up and they open up the, the door portal. And then you hear a voice, and it's a disaster. He's like, oh, that's a scent I haven't smelled in a while. Yeah. And he says, uh, the flame, uh, he wants the flame sword. And both Blades and Buster know him. Yeah. By name. It's funny because it's like, everybody wants the flame sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hand me the flame sword. And um, they're like, disaster. And it's just, uh, uh, then they're kind of like, they're like he, he senses that they're a bad guy. And Thomas is like, okay, so he wants me. Yeah. I'll fight him. You guys go the, go. One thing that's interesting is he's holding up the Storm Eagle Wonder Book. Yes, which is red. It is red. It so is a red book. So it's totally for... It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. The Storm Eagle Book. And they're like, where'd you get that Wonder Eye book? And this is when Buster says, like, yeah, he's killed Swordsman before. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you get the sense that Buster's probably fought him in battle or at least seen him fight. Yes. Um, and uh, Toma is basically like, yeah, I'll you know fight. What? I'll fight him. You, you guys, guys go. go save the kid. He hands, um, he hands Rio the Peter Fantasista book. No, he hands him Jack. Oh, he hands him Jack. That's correct. Sorry, I don't know why I said Peter Francis. He hands him Jack. Jack. This at this point, um, Rio flashback to when he was talking to Kento, and Kento handed him the Needle Hedgehog, and was like, "Look, I need you to support him." Yeah. And so he's like, "No, no, no, you guys." go look for my son. I'll take care of this. And he walks off screen and he tosses back the needle hedgehog yeah. for uh, uh, Toma. Toma to catch. So they basically just traded their secondary and, yeah. <laughs> um, books there. And he's like, okay, we'll get him. And then the two of them run off, which yeah. is cool. So this is an interesting, this is very interesting because he's he's chosen to entrust his son, his, his son's his life. His treasure. Yeah, his treasure to the to these two swordsmen. So yeah. they've either, he's either been impressed enough to believe him or he just knows how dangerous it's probably like a little of column A, column B. Yeah, a bit of both. He's just like, um, do I want this rookie? He's just like, oh, which one is more likely to succeed? Yeah, the probie, the frosh. Um, and also he's like, maybe this guy can like succeed where I failed. Yeah, because he failed to kill. Uh, right, and it was a powerful strike too. Yeah, so he's like, maybe joke. Maybe he'll be able to succeed. And I, so um, or it could speak to how much um, Rio trusts Kento. Oh yeah, because he's he's willing to take his uh, 
his opinion, real, his, uh, his, his word insight in the whole thing to like be like, okay, well, yeah, this you guy's know, like, I vouch for him. So, yeah, is it good enough? It could mean like, and there might be something of it later that like a spot is like serious business, right? Like, like he's a, he's a, he's, he's a, he's a top tier. Yeah. Uh, he could be the number one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Buster transforms and he transforms again. It's, yeah, his, it was a Genbu, Genbu Shinwa. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I don't think they oh. clash in this exact scene. Because no, because then it cuts to all the captives. Yeah, so all the captives are basically in these uh, kind of like gel water eggs, like slime eggs almost. Uh, frog eggs or whatever. Yeah. You, like so just, you, you think frog egg. Yeah. And uh, they're There's all... A, the kid is um, like bummed out. He's like well, twiddling yeah. his thumbs. And he's but like... Yeah, he's like... not only, it's, it's, it's bad enough to be captured. It's worse to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> he says something about... Um, I think he just says his father's name at that point. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like, I can't remember when he says stupid books. I that think was that was like, after May, right? Yeah. Cause as so soon then, as he then, finishes then the there's thought. just a, like a, a opening, and then like there's this like this noise, and May falls down, mm-hmm. and she falls down right into one of the eggs. Right. So she like bounces and then slides in. So this makes sense of like why they're all here. Right. And she they says, like they just appeared here. She's like, yeah, I found him. You stay here. I'm gonna go look for help. And I'm thinking, wow, you are so stupid because it's like you're so trapped you are so stupid okay so she at least has a plan yeah so may's plan is that she knows that they're looking around so she wants to tell them where the captives are and the easiest way to tell them where the captives are are to be captive yeah and she whips out a waterproof firework yeah like a big one yeah and um so you see the firework blow up in the sky toma and rentaro are like i wonder what's going on over there let's (laughs) check it out let's check it out so it worked um because you see you see may and she's got like her whole fate like her hair sticking up that that, that comes up later but yeah so then it cuts back to um the destroyer and uh disaster and and, um disaster and uh buster buster now this is when i realized oh crap they're just fighting on the street yep there's there's no wonder ride book going on they're not in the fantasy world these are just two superpowered people fighting in the middle of the street there's a soft serve ice cream stand like 12 feet away we know we've seen it yeah so this that like it made i was actually wondering if they could transform in the normal world yeah because we've never seen them transform in the normal world and now we know we now know that's like they can just transform wherever they want they're just like more powerful or whatever they might not be more powerful than all they just yeah we, we, there's no telling yeah so it's just like it was it was interesting to like see that because ever since because uh, yeah like i said they've never transformed in the regular world they've always been in the in yeah. the wonder world or the city wonder world sections yeah so now that just like they're not limited to that cuz there was in Ryuki, they fought in the mirror dimension, in the mm. mirror world. And how they transformed was they actually went up to mirrors, held their ride deck up to the mirror, and then in the mirror, they would get their belt, and then they would transform, and they would okay. be carrying themselves. And then they would jump into the mirror and fight in the mirror world. Okay. And it was very loosey about, like, could they actually be common riders in the normal world? Mm. They never, like, actually were, I think, until, like, the end where, like, the worlds were collapsing and all that stuff. Okay, so, yeah. But that I think it was, like, they could only be common riders in the mirror world. Right. So so we've we've marked down that this ain't that. Yes. Yeah. They can be riders in the regular world, which is, like, opens up all sorts of possibilities of them fighting monsters who haven't opened books. Mm-hmm. Or fighting like the the generals in like just regular places. Yeah. It also opens up the fact that like these monsters just show up at their house. Yeah. Um. So uh. So Buster's fighting um disaster, and it's your typical might versus speed. Yes. Um. They're they're you know tossing blows back and forth. Uh. Buster has absolutely no problem taking a hit to his upper body. Like he's just all he's, armored. It's mostly armored. He'll block it with his arm as if he's got a shield. And um. You know, the trades aren't going exactly in Buster's favor. Disaster, as he says to him, oh, what, are you getting rusty? And, and he's, he's just like, give me a break. It was 15 years ago. Yeah, it's been 15 years. Come on. The funny thing is, is <laughs> this is the reversal role of what nine out of 10 anime fights are. Yeah. Usually it's the fast guy that's the good guy. Right, exactly. And it's the tough guy who's the bad guy. So I kind of like the fact that, like, the tough, slow guy is the hero. Exactly. <laughs> and he just takes the hits and is just like, so it's it's actually a pretty good swords fight because they're like two different styles working each other. There was a uh, a cool scene where like they were like matching up blades and Disaster pulls his blade back for another strike 
and because the Buster Sword is so big, he can't do another strike real quick. So he kicks it with yeah, his foot he kicks to it. force it to go forward again. <laughs> yeah, it's very, um, it's an interesting, he's got like a, a plated knight sort of fight style. Yeah. Just big tanky. I mean, not that uh, plate armor actually makes you too slow, but yeah. he has no problem trading blows, I guess. He has a fantasy style of like, yeah, a, fantasy. He, he has a full plate fantasy style fighting. Like Siegfried or Night or Nightmare from Soul Calibur. Yes. You know? Um, and so then in uh, no, this goes back to May. I May now it goes back to May. Yeah, and now she, you see that she's it, covered. She's, in, all, she's like covered in soot, and her hair's all frizzy, and then she's like, uh, uh, "Why haven't like, they rescued us? Yet? Why haven't they rescued me yet?" <laughs> and the kid's like, "Oh, this is stupid. Books aren't fun at all." <laughs> Which I feel like the experience you should. It's the feelings you should be having right now. I'm also like, thinking. I think you. I think you don't know what books are. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, we talked this... about it last episode, like how we grew up with like these yeah. people's like, I don't think you understand what books are. <laughs> you just don't get it yet. That's, that's, that's like, that's like you get hit in the head with a TV and you're like, HBO's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' HBO. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, they're sort of related, but that's not the correlation you should be going with. <laughs> Ah, that's good stuff. (laughs) So I do want to say that I I ended up falling back on my original uh, theory, which is May's friggin' dumb. (laughs) Like, it worked out, but what if it didn't, like, and she's just stuck inside this egg when the firework goes off? I don't think she's dumb. I just think she's, like, she really wanted to do something. Yeah. I mean, okay, it was a good plan. Um, (laughs) I mean, she planned enough to be, like... It's really risky. Yeah, it was risky, of course. Yeah. She's not as dumb as I thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, the idea of a firework is actually, like, I wouldn't have thought of that. Actually, you know what? It's not that she's dumb. I think she's naive because that could have went south very fast. Yeah. It's like when you're holding on to a firework and you don't let it go. Yeah. Like, what could happen? You just lose your fingers. So, um, he yeah, he says books are dumb. And then, of course, uh, Tom was like, no, you should uh, quote something like, books are good as long as they're not used for evil. evil. And I'm like, isn't that like most things? Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? Books used for evil? I mean, okay, they, it can be done. In this in this in this world, it's a definite truth. That's there. like the that's the entire plot of the Book of Eli. And that, you know, have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a good movie. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> so um then they uh then to, um Rintaro like summons his lion. Yep. And I don't know if he if it's breathing water fire on the eggs or if it's breathing in the eggs. I think it's just breathing water to like puncture the eggs. Yeah. Basically, because they're be, the eggs be, with water. Because they're all water eggs, kind of. Well, they're all like soaking wet after yeah. it's done. Yeah. Because now May is like soaking wet and, and charred. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when uh, the monster comes back. Yep. Shows up. Only now he's got the kind of shoulder tendrils. Yes. Yeah. Like he's tails. evolving. Uh, which probably means he ate some people. I'd assume, yeah. He's getting he's getting stronger. Yeah, because they never said that he got stronger from dying and coming back. They only said he got stronger from eating people. Yeah, we're just not mentioning it. That there's a couple of other sections of people. There other... were some empty bubbles there. That's <laughs> yeah. It's like um yeah. Anyways, uh, so this is when they transform. Yeah, it goes uh, Lion Senki, Peter Fantasista, and. The dragon plus the hedgehog. Yeah. And this is when it was nice because only the hedgehog did the whole speech. Right. This could have been so long. It's, it's Yeah. I mean, it's it was long enough that we still could have took a bathroom break if we wanted to, but it, it could have been way long. Only the hedgehog sort of had the whole like opening book thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then they transform and then they fight. Yep. Uh, one thing I really liked about this this first skirmish between them is that they rush up they're slicing um immediately rintaro takes his chain hook and like wraps it around his arms to hold him there yes uh that was like yes thank you using chains and hooks the and way then expecting. I, like there's two fights going back and forth so sometimes they mix up when we're speaking about yeah it. yeah because it's going to go back and forth between uh, so the f- buster and disaster and these two so uh yeah uh rintaro wraps him up in the chain holds him still and then to uh saber he takes his uh hedgehog bulk, he taps it to his sword to activate like the special hedgehog power yeah. in the sword basically uh, the sword just grows a bunch of hedgehog spikes really not even hedgehog spikes just straight up spikes and it, it says learning flash which is what we heard when he used it to use the the peter f- to shoot the seats yes yeah so it's like they're able to like transform but they're also able to use the powers on the so- sword so the sword can have extra ability yeah so he comes up and he he clubs them a good couple times, and then he, in order to get the spikes off the sword, he kicks them off. 
Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Was this when he killed them? Yeah. So he blows them up. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, heck yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets slapped in the face with the tendril. tendril And and he grows back. And then it goes to um, Buster fighting. And Buster is fighting. And he says something about the fact that he's like trusting them. Yeah. He's like, the young ones are doing work. I can't be, basically, I can't be shown up. So then he slaps in uh, Jack into the, Mm -hmm. into his, thing so he doesn't have multiple no. slots on his book on his thing no but he, but we've seen that when he slaps it onto his sword it just adds on yeah like he doesn't lose the turtle so. yeah so his is different mm-hmm. i was wondering if he's like gonna put it in his belt or something yeah but no so, so far so, the belt has not been used at all what it looks like is like it's not it's just part of his suit yeah because like when the i was looking at like the devices for ship for, for like uh his, his toys mm-hmm. is um the main device comes with the main book. Mm. So his sword comes with the book. Okay. Comes comes with his book. Like when you buy the initial buckle, you get uh, uh, dragon. Right. And then the other two knights, Espada and Blades, they have their own thing because they have the same belts. Right. And like if you bought, um, if you bought uh, Caliber's belt, you would get his book because mm-hmm. his belt is different than theirs. Right. So, um, so I don't think the belt does anything. I think it's just yeah, part just of there. It's part because of his common riders have belt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's just a belt buckle. He's yeah. got he's got a hold of his pants. Um, <laughs> so he he puts on the the uh, Jack book. puts on Jack, and he, he's basically a beefier version of that, but almost the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and disaster like scrapes his blade against the ground and uses calamity strike yeah so uh just he rushes forward does like a million like flying on attacks. the air like spinning doing attacks and, and um bust buster's holding up his sword to block them all and, and then uh, eventually he uses uh like his, his hilt trigger to use the jack and the beanstalk powers no to, like, so like it. so you know that um Something like on that. the sword, the swordsmen, the the other the other two, yes, they tap their book to the tip of the sword, and that activates the powers on it. Right, Buster, he has like a little thing like in the hilt. Yeah, and so that's what he does. He taps his uh his main one. His uh I forgot what it was called. What? Yeah, Genbu Shinwa. He taps it onto that to activate his final attack. Okay, while he's using the trigger or whatever. Yeah, that's how he like turns on his final uh uh his judgment strike or whatever. Yeah. But as he's also doing that, he's also using just the regular abilities of the jack. Gotcha. Okay, that to explains create the, it. to basically create a slingshot maneuver of himself. Mm-hmm. So that he's able to basically he's using it so that he can he's compensating for his lack of speed. Yeah. By ba- by using jack yeah. to l- slingshot him to forward, launch himself <laughs> forward so that he's able to do his final strike on disaster. And just like any great samurai movie, they slash through each other. It's basically a double KO because they both like fall to the ground. They're on one knee each. And then Disaster gets up and he's just like and then he pats Bach as he doesn't have because he doesn't he's a he's a monster yeah, suit. He pats so he, the side of his, his a- hip. And uh Buster had gotten the book. Yeah, but uh, so uh so Rio in the middle of the slash grabs the Storm Eagle yeah. wonder book from him. And Disaster's like cool have it it'll make things more interesting and then disappear yeah chuckles and just dips yeah one of the things that we didn't point out is that when uh earlier when toma and ryoto uh rintaro go into the wonder ride world um not wonder ride the wonder world uh caliber's watching them yes that was kind of relevant yeah foreshadowing yeah so anyways it goes back to uh the fight in Wonder World. Yeah, because the one last bit I want to say is is uh, after Rio dehensions, he says that, and now it's up to them to save my son, basically. Yeah. So it uh, goes back to Wonder World, and they're fighting, yeah, and they're, they're not like- not any headway. They're not making any way. They're losing. And uh, they're like fighting, and uh, Saber's just like, um, so he's, he's way more powerful. He's gotten more powerful. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to beat him this way. And uh, Saber's just like, hey, can, can we use three books? I mean, we have three slots. Can we use three books? <laughs> and- uh, it's uh, like, yeah, it's like is like what yeah it's like uh, yeah but and then they they didn't get to he didn't get a chance to finish because yeah, they both got attacked they go both got attacked and they're on to the other side and saber's just like okay well, i'm gonna borrow this and he grabs yeah. fantasia right out of it peter fantasia right out of, out of the the belt the belt and puts it on and does like the first three uh, uh transformation yeah which is cool because it's the three different colors of the, it is red gold blue yeah so he's got dragon hedgehog peter and pan. peter pan which is obvious, the yeah. obvious combination. Yeah, this is, and so it results of... in the obvious uh, ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, does this get weird? So um, yeah. <laughs> so he he transforms, and the power he gets a little power up. There, he's you know kind of toe to toe with them, but being strong doesn't necessarily mean that he can one shot him because the the whole idea is you got to destroy him. 
completely. Can't yes. Regenerate. Uh, so he uses a he uses okay, like he he flips all three. It's called Final Page Dra- Draconic Fury. Yes. Basically, and um, so the first thing he does is he grabs him with the hook, and he like basically pulls it towards him and does like a slice through him, chucks it behind him. Suddenly, there's needles that come off of him, and he blows up. Yeah, and then uh, so that was the attack before he started his final, which I don't even know how to describe this. It's magnificent. Okay, if I had to say in one word, magnificent. So he like does all the things, and also May and uh, <laughs> uh, Sora are watching, and so uh. <laughs> So okay, so he he summons the dragon and the fairy and the dragon. Okay, so no, first the fairy gets massive, and, and I mean massive as in it becomes much larger and gets these gigantic muscles. So this is I find it funny because I recognized her. Yeah, the fairy. She uh, her name is the actress's name. the The character in the show is called Fighting Fairy. Right. The actress's name is Rekai uh, Seiki. Mm. She is uh. A professional a Japanese professional wrestler. Okay. Bodybuilder. Okay. And idol. And idol. Okay. Very specific. She is a member of the Kawaii Metal Band. Okay. You know about Kawaii Metal? I think so, yes. Cute metal. Like ba- mm-hmm. Baby Metal is one of them. Right. And uh, she is a member of the Kawaii Metal Band Deadlift Lolita, <laughs> which is two members. It's an idol group. Its members are her. And Lady Beard. Oh, I've seen Lady Beard. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Beard's a, a cross dressing. Yeah. He's also a wrestler, too. Yeah. Um, he's a cross dressing guy who dresses like as a maid, mm-hmm. but he has like a big beard and he's this huge buff. I think he's Australian guy. Yeah. Um, he's a whitey. Yeah. But the funny thing is, it's like, so there's, uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's to- super white. He's, he's like, as white as it gets. He's like six foot two. Yeah. And like, he is, he looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, they actually have some pretty good songs. I've actually listened to those songs, I've but listen to one or two. But the funny thing is, is like I, I saw her and I'm like, I actually recognize that. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize her, but now that you've put the the name to the face, basically, it's like, oh, I see it. Yeah. So, uh, basically, as she's transforming from the small fairy to the big fairy with muscles, the kid echoes my thoughts with like, I don't understand what's happening, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the essentially this is how the attack works the the fairy does a loop around toma the dragon breathes fire on it so now it's the fairy huge muscle fairy on fire he has a hook like the chain hook attached to her and he's like flinging around yeah he's like whipping around like a, a, a like a cannonball or whatever yeah and kind of flings her towards salamander and she does a clothesline she clotheslines him down and and he's she's on fire also clotheslines him down and then bursts into needles. Yeah. To like, like a porcupine, she like pops up and he's just like, I can't regenerate like this because he's on fire, got hit really hard. And then <laughs> when you think about it, you're thinking, oh, yeah, like, you know, uh, poison or acid or something like that. No. The only serious way to beat this regenerating salamander is a fire clothesline from a fairy. Yeah. That, with needles. Yeah, with ho- hedgehog needles. That's that obvious. There's, yeah, what okay, what combination could there have been with these three? There's only the one, obviously. <laughs> I love it. It's just so wacky. I, I, I will tell is... you, straight up, this is the second craziest attack I've ever seen in Kamen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, uh, I remember one time, uh, okay, so when we first started this series, he showed me an episode of... Uh, Super Sentai, yeah, with uh, where they threw basically a, a garbage truck that sucked them in, like a garbage compactor. Yeah, it was the first episode of Gokaiger, and yeah. they used the power of the first Super Sentai, which basically is this ball that they pass. It's a football that they pass around to various members, and they like put their power in, and then they launch it, and it just turns into whatever they feel like. Yeah, and it turned into a trash compactor. Yeah, a trash uh, a dumpster, and it sucked them all in and stuff. So yeah, this is definitely. <laughs> It's definitely one of the wackier ones. I can't. I can't wait to see what the other one is. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. But that isn't heebie key. It'll be a while. I might show you it just to be like so. Show you this is the insanity that sometimes pops up. <laughs> um. But yeah. So this is the second craziest attack I've ever seen in Common Rider. Um. The other one is like a clip that's so well that's known that most people don't even know is Common Rider. I just think it's like a crazy, stupid Japanese attack thing. I'll, maybe I'll find it. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, they win. Yeah, they win. He walks over to the kid, and the kid's like, "Can I read more books?" It's like, first off, this wasn't a book. Yeah, this is never going to happen to you again. If this was books, we would all be reading way more books. Yeah, we'd be reading. <laughs> and second, you don't have to ask this guy for permission. Just go read. Damn. <laughs> He does own the bookstore. Yeah, fair enough. There's no telling. This might be the only bookstore this kid's ever been to. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, so they save everybody. Everybody goes back to where they're supposed to go. Um, the kid transports back, and his dad's waiting for him. Yeah, they so they all go back hug. to where they were. And he's like, oh, it's a man who keeps his promises, and he's referring to Toma. Yeah, so May goes back to the bookstore and all that stuff. Yeah, and so Toma's, it goes back to Toma and Rintaro, and he's standing there like, stretching out, like, yeah, job well done. And then he like starts to get dizzy, and he's, he falls, falls over. over. Because, and and uh, Rintaro comes over, and he's just like, he's, even seasoned writers have problems with three books at a time. Yeah, it's so like it's apparently good. taxing. Yeah. Which is probably why they won't have it every single episode. Right. And, and then and Caliber shows up. Caliber just shows up. <laughs> it's like, I was not, if you were saying at the start of this episode that that was going to happen. <laughs> the Caliber's just going to, and it, this is probably, like, probably refreshing for you because this is finally like, oh yeah, the bad guy knows where they are right now and he yeah. wants their stuff. Yeah. He wants, because he, he shows up and he's like, hey, give me your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, thank you. I mean, it, I'm honestly, the, the last episode, so far, every episode, it's been like, if you, I could start basically every episode by saying, if you had told me when I woke up today that blah, 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 mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed it. So it's the same thing. Like, I wouldn't have believed that there was going to be a French crossdresser narrating a children's story mm-hmm. book uh, thing about Common Rider, like uh, the Jaguar thing. I wasn't expecting a Jaguar warrior, <laughs> yeah. any kind of reference. Yeah. And then now this, like, if you had told me that the main bad guy was actually going to do something within the first three episodes of the <laughs> yes. series. And um, so he is, he's walking down. They're doing some really cool scenes with it and stuff like that. And then all the way in the North Pole in another world. Yeah, Sophia, <laughs> Sophia senses it. The Dark Swordsman. Not the Black Swordsman, because there's two of those. <laughs> Did you know that Kirito is called the Black Swordsman, too? Uh-huh. Unfortunately. So, so there's, there's uh, Guts mm-hmm. and Kirito. <laughs> right. Ridiculous. Uh, so this is the Dark Swordsman. Uh, he's like the swordsman of darkness. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so, I think it's swordsman of darkness is what it was. So thankfully, we don't get a full hinge in here as they <laughs> refer back to it. Yeah, that was the cool thing. It's like they <laughs> comes back to it, and it's just like they're in the middle of the fight. fight in the middle of the fight, they've transformed. They're fighting, and, and of course, he's so powerful that he can blow them both away with one strike. Yeah, and he goes to uh, use his final attack. Yeah, or his finishing move or whatever. Yeah. Which is, what was it called? Uh, dark dark dis- darkness descends or darkness rising yeah something, something like, that. like that it was darkness dark yeah it was dark it was dark 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 does dark stuff yeah dark over dark um and so uh he does it and it's like a dark wave attack yeah like a purple black wave goes flowing they both think that they're goners and then espada jumps in with this lightning yeah, i was he, right about he, the lightning he, he blocks it and, and he like knocks it off and then uh the page turn thing basically so i think what is actually happening two things it's there was the whole page turn thing that we had before, but I also think because the monster's gone, this world's disappearing, mm-hmm. and so they're going back to the regular world. Yeah, because what what happens is, uh, you see, Caliber just kind of staring off into scenery. There's nobody in front of him anymore. So, it, it, yeah, it was like the first episode, I believe, is when he was fighting the golem, and it like went to a fantasy world, a different place, and then... yeah, it went to like the desert, yeah, the rock thing. So it's like I did the page turn, and so that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Um. I was trying to, I'm still like up in the air of like what my you suck will be. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so. Uh, I had to dig deep for this one. They go to the ending and mm-hmm. the ending is changing every episode it looks it like. It is. So it's it's an adding more uh, Kento. Yeah. Into the episode, like he's becoming more part of the group. And I, I'm thinking it'll probably just keep changing as we go. Yeah. Um, And then the preview is about like looks like more deep stuff going on yeah <laughs> i thought it was just going to be yeah that, yeah that we put the bow on this story let's move on yeah it's, i i don't think there's parts i think it's just part chapter five yeah here we go with the continuing of this story they, i mean the same way it's like uh zero one is they, they might do the same thing with like 14 chapters and like climbing yeah. the arc and it'd be like book, book two one. yeah book two yeah i like it i would be i'd be okay with that yeah so um what is your suck? So maybe my suck will ignite yeah. your suck. So um, I had to dig deep. There was really nothing that sucked about this episode. The only thing uh, I could talk about how stupid I think it was to light off a firework in an enclosed area. But the thing that was a suck for me is I feel like Rin Taro should have been the one that was like, hey, maybe we should use three books. Oh, yeah. I mean, like he, he knows of it. He knows it's a power increase. Yeah. I realize he would be thinking maybe to himself, OK, we're if it doesn't work, then we're we're shot. You know, so maybe that's what he was weighing in his mind. I think he would have if the third book would have been blue. That could be, yeah. So I, I just feel like maybe if he had just molded over to his head in his head out loud, because we've seen that he talks to himself out loud yeah. when he was talking about whether or not he should eat the eclair. Yeah. Um, 
And if Toma had heard that and been like, blah, 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 you know, come up with it. Because although the good thing about Toma is the ingenuity and his ability to use story structure and and plot to his advantage. So like I said, this is really nitpicky. Yeah. It's extremely nitpicky. I just felt like if there was something I would change, it would be highlighting Rintaro's experience more often. So, yeah. Not just trashing some enemy that didn't matter. Yeah. He's kind of losing the feel of like being an experienced person. Yeah. He might as well just be there. Yeah. Kind of just chilling. So uh, my suck might be explained later, mm-hmm. but it's just like, why was Espada not here before? Yeah. Yeah. Why did he just say, hey, I'm going to trust you with this? Uh, it's like if he couldn't transform, that's one thing. Like if right. he w- like there was some reason, but no, like the end he shows up. Yeah. And he was willing to do that, but he wasn't willing to help Buster get his kid. Right. Yeah. Now, it might be something that, like, he's only willing to transform to fight Caliber. Yeah, it could be that. It could also be he he's, like, saving himself for incidents like this. Yeah. Like, this is small time. I shouldn't put any effort into it. I've got big time stuff to deal with. Caliber being big time stuff. Yeah. Um, but even then, it's like, he was just, I was just a kid. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a plot device. Yeah. yeah it's just like, oh, I can't transform and oh. But so that would be my all. That would be my suck. That might be explained. Mm-hmm. But like in this episode, like I was thinking, uh, yeah, maybe he doesn't have his book or something, and that's why he gave his book away. But then he transforms at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is your segue? So I had one. I lost it. But I'm gonna just go with this one, and hopefully I'll I'll geek about geek out about what I had before. Um, I really liked again that they they had the research mm-hmm. section. You know, like we get a good dose of that with with double as far as solving mm-hmm. the mystery because it's a mystery related thing. But yeah, this is uh, most of this is based off of stories or something in real life, and they're actually using the bookstore yes as a, a means of information. Like a, they can draw on the wealth of past stories to try to figure out things. They're not just like somebody's just like, oh, of course. It's a salamander, you know? Yeah. The key legend of the salamander, you haven't read it? I mean... It makes you think that maybe Toma's read every book in that book. The book. Yeah. <laughs> the way he, re- he reacts. Yeah, especially with once he finds out the information he wants from one book, he's like closing it and moving to another book. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah. Um. So that would have been my, uh, uh, my Sugoi, but you got it. And like, even though it's been spoiled for me, um, I had seen this, this final attack before, um... I I love the final attack. I think it's great. I love them. Like that was the same same thing with oh, my, the muscle fairy. Yeah, fighting fairy. It's just like they're just using them in bizarre ways. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I like Rintaro was like when it came out. He's just like muscular and cute. Mm-hmm. It's like the two of them together. I don't. My brain can't comprehend the two of them together. <laughs> yeah, there's so many question marks on everyone's face. It was just like. <sighs> <laughs> somebody just has an aneurysm in the background like i can't take it yeah um, so- <laughs> i mean okay so like i guess if i i was gonna add another segue i do really like that caliber stepped in there yeah and then he didn't just quit it was taken from him yeah like he would have kept going regardless even now that espada showed up yeah that wasn't the end of the fight except that something happened the page was turned yeah um i just felt like that was too obvious of a segue to add <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was good i liked it it was a good episode uh the next episode Oh, we have to rank them. Yeah, right ranking. Uh, don't bother with uh, so, uh, Spada. Uh, yeah, yet. I don't want to add Spada yet. It's kind of um, so not really an entrance. Yeah, so we have the three. He dipped a toe in. And I think Buster, like, did. I hate to put, like, Grintaro at third, but it's like he didn't do much. Yeah, well, he's, like I said, he's, they're not really letting him shine where he should. And I understand why, because these are just other uh, centric episodes. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably. I think he's going to be pushed down to the second for, like, He's going to be pushed down to, like, background for, mm-hmm. like, probably at least five more episodes until they establish all the characters. Yeah, and then he gets to step up again. Because we saw in the preview that uh, Buster is still in the ne- is, yeah. is next episode. Yeah. So I'm thinking that, like... Toma, Buster, then Rio. Or so, so basically, Toma, Rio, Rintaro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one, two, three. Put Buster second. I agree. Uh, Blades goes like, third. Kind of, like... He accepted that he kind of understood that he's like, I got to give this guy some more chance or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, you're good. Because Rintaro. And, and he had a really good fight sequence. Rintaro literally did nothing this episode. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, the cool thing was when he chained up the dude's arm. Yeah. That's he just, it. he just, he just, uh, aided. Yeah. I mean, at, he, like, he, he didn't break up the almost fight between Buster and Toma or Rio and Toma. He didn't do any of the real research. He just knew the scientific name of the salamander. Yeah. Like, he didn't notice the fireworks first. Yeah. Nothing. So I figure he's going to become like a background character almost. Almost. Until the full crew's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, there's only, especially with how long the henshin scenes are, there's only so much they can add in episodes. So somebody's got to get cut out somewhere. I mean, and plus he was like 
the second episode was just like him. Yeah. It was all about him. Yeah, so that's true. So, you know, and this, they had two that were about Buster, but that's because Buster's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But also there was a lot about like, uh, there was a lot of caliber in this one. Yeah. Which, oh, that reminds me. Caliber's belt looks like uh, Buster's belt. Sort of. Kind of, sort of. As far as they, they're both not the same as our yeah, two Yeah, but his, his, his belt actually has this book in it. Actually has a slot in it. It has his book in it. That he's that he yeah, right. but it's not a triple belt. No, it's not a triple belt. Clearly like the not. others. So I'm thinking it. So my guess might be that the triple belt is a new thing. Is a new thing. Yeah, it's like that's old rider. This is new rider. But it's weird. Yeah. Because Thomas' belt just like came magically to him. Yeah. I it, there's a lot of questions. I don't. Th- I think this is one of those questions we're not going to get an answer on. Yeah, and I'll just be like, these um, are the new belts. These are the old belt. Yeah. Like, why um, do the human gear wear those stupid headphones? Right. I mean, <laughs> we. I feel like we're going to make up our own understanding by the end of it that's yeah. going to be close enough to, to do it justice. But that is something a little perplexing for me. So he might. It does happen in some of the newer shows. Because I kind of want to go back and watch the first episode to see if uh, the original Flame Swordsman had a tri-belt or a He single. didn't have a belt at all. You see, I don't remember seeing one. but that's Because he wasn't thing. transformed. Well, that doesn't stop somebody from wearing the belt. Yeah, he just had the sword. That was the whole thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. If I'm. Yeah. Because I was never looking for the yeah. belt. You know? I mean, we went, we went back to s- tried to see if uh, a disaster. Yeah, was there. disaster was in the opening dream, but he wasn't. But there were some cool looking monsters in there. there and was. I think those might be the monster forms of, of uh, legend, legend story and uh, uh, zoo. zoo. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. The color, because for legend, he's wearing kind of a reddish black sort of thing, and I think one of them had that palette. Yeah. So we were right about. I was right about one thing. Um, the element, because chapter five, episode five, is going to be called "My Friend, the Thunder Swordsman." Yeah, Thunder <laughs> Swordsman. I mean, um, we don't know what the thing is yet. Okay, so what was it? We have okay, we have dragon, which is first slot. We have lion, which is second slot, and whatever the third slot is, if it goes by myth animal story but that might just be a bad guy thing right no it's a legend uh-huh. animal story which is like item yeah which I is guess. item yeah thing history or whatever yeah mm. so history I, th- I think it's a lamp or a carpet or something it might be like a carpet and he uses like his cape in a way mm-hmm. that could be I don't know. I have no guess. But his element is light. Clearly. Or thunder. Yeah, because, I mean, you could see it coming off of the sword when he was yes. blocking an attack. And the next one is called the Thunder Swordsman. So <laughs> there, there is that. And then he goes uh, left field and has nothing to do with the spada. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're both like, yeah. <laughs> so what are we even The doing? mechanic guy is the Thunder Swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the um, credits at the start were just a ruse. Yeah. He's not even, he's not even a Thunder Swordsman. Um, turns out that... Uh, um, Caliber's the Thunder Swordsman. He's actually a deep friend. <laughs> I was saying, like, we're watching it. It was like, what if, like, Caliber is trying to save the world? He's doing about it like a horrible way. Right. He, like, needs to bring Avalon to, like, save the world or something. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, well, we'll just kill all these people to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. We, don't, we can't unleash the power of Tassel. Tassel. Ta- yes. It's a way to, like, bind Tassel. <laughs> and you'd be like, I'm on caliber like I, side. Kill changed, all the people you want. Yeah, change teams. <laughs> yeah, all all caliber all day. If he's gonna bind tassel. <laughs> um. So if you have any crazy theories about um, uh, common rider saber, because uh, the theories for saber are the only ones you can give theories of, because yeah, nobody without knows. Without spoiling. Yeah, without spoiling. Um. Uh, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. You can check out our website for updates on fanboy.com, fanboyopinion.com. You can email us at fanboyopinion. At fan, yeah, I said email. I said email. There's Twitter. Little, Twitter. You can tweet at us at fanboy underscore opinion. And you can find us on all uh, crazy, uh, the crazy podcast podcast catchers over there, Apple, Amazon, Google, um. Yeah, well, basically, you name Bibi, it, we got it. Yeah, all these ones, you can come up with it. If, you've, if you're listening to this, you found us. Yeah, um, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, you first step down. <laughs> that or you're overhearing somebody. Yeah. Join us. Yeah. Give that person a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you next time for my friend, the Thunder Swordsman.